Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, as you can see by the title, is all about love. I am recording this episode on Valentine's Day, and yesterday I just received and downloaded and channeled so much goodness surrounding love, how to embody it, how to access that divine inner self-love so that you can also go out there and nourish your relationships and attract divine partnership. And I feel like this is so synchronistic. The universe has just this major theme of love coming about for me. I actually, yesterday, when I set my intentions for the week, if you're watching the video on Spotify, you'll see, but I'm holding up this card that I picked and I always pick an Oracle card to really signify and get into the energy of the week. And of course, it was the mystic of divine love. Love is divine and I am nothing except love. That was the card that I picked. So beautiful. This is from the Divine Feminine Oracle deck, which basically has all the different goddesses in it and what they represent. I'm loving that deck. So I picked that yesterday. And then yesterday, I also went to a self-love ceremony as well, which just opened my heart even wider, so much love, connection with others, but also love for myself. And I am just overflowing right now and want to give you guys all the wisdom on how to access this yourself. So let's dive straight in. What is love? This word is thrown around a lot, just self-love, self-care, all of this. And I talked about this a little bit in last week's episode, all about dissolving the fear of judgment. And when we come back into the essence of everything, love is the only truth that exists. Anything that is not love, anything that is not made from love, that is in the frequency of love is actually a lie, right? So The universe is created in love. The quantum field is the unified field of love itself. So when we talk about manifesting and quantum leaping, it requires us to be in a unified state of love. And love isn't, you know, something that you just feel when you have a loving interaction with someone. Love isn't something that you seek or crave outside of you. Love is actually your essence of who you are. It is the vibrational frequency of the universe. And really, when it all comes to all of this personal development and all of this spirituality work, the goal is love. It's not about what can I attract and what can I create and all of this. It is coming back into union with yourself and therefore love. And even when I say the goal itself is love, Love is not a goal. Love is not a milestone to be obtained. Love is a state of being. Love is never lost. It is only sometimes forgotten. When you remove the mind, when you remove the ego, you come back into understanding that you were always love and love doesn't exist outside of you. And you can never really be devoid of love That is just a projection of the mind. So just feeling into that and understanding when you are in a state of pure divine love, everything works out for you. You don't need to try and manifest. You don't need to strive and do any of these things anymore because when you are in a pure state of divine love, everything that is reflected back to you in your reality is also love. And love itself, when we look at the um, scale of consciousness, right? You've probably seen this scale. If you look up right now, Google scale of consciousness or map of consciousness, it has all the different emotions and you can actually measure the frequency and vibration of certain emotions. And it goes, you know, from the lower vibrational emotions of fear, despair, grief, anger, all of that and rises up. And the ultimate pinnacle of this is love. And fear is actually the absence or the the is devoid of love, right? It's the lack of love, let's say. And love itself, when we look at that scale, our minds can so easily go into toxic positivity mode. 
So I need to only be in love and I cannot be in these so-called lower vibrational emotional states. When those vibrations aren't bad, but it's understanding that love isn't an absence of the lower vibrational emotions. Love is the amalgamation and the integration of all these emotions. The reason why you get stuck in anger and fear and despair and grief and sadness is because you do not love yourself when you experience them. To be fully in a state of unconditional love, right? We often want others to give us unconditional love. We need to be the embodiment of unconditional love for ourselves. And what does unconditional love mean? It means we love ourselves without conditions. No matter how I look, no matter what I do, no matter what I achieve, no matter who I am, no matter what emotion I am feeling, I am in a pure state of love. I still love myself. And that is the issue. It is not the emotion itself, which is the issue. It's not anger, which is the issue. It is the resistance and suppression and judgment of that emotion. You can be in love and in other emotions because love is all emotions. Love is all emotions combined and accepting all emotions so you flow, right? If you look at that map of consciousness again, that scale, you'll see that every emotion is correlated with a specific color. And love itself at the top is white light. And what is white light? White light isn't the absence of color. White light is the combination of all colors. And that is what love is. You're not stuck in anger. You're resisting anger because you do not love yourself when you are angry. You're not stuck in sadness because you're judging yourself when you get triggered, when you get sad, when you have a trauma response. And that's often why we also act out and we react and we go to others and our ego is creating this, this energetically charged field. And it's like, I'm just looking for love. I'm just looking for love. And so often when we're in these states, what are we looking for? Someone just to hold us. Someone just to say, it's okay. I love you. I love you even when you're sad. I love you even when you're angry. You can be in whatever state that you are and I will always unconditionally love you. How many of us have wanted that from whether that is a parent, a guardian, a partner, any relationship in our life? We just want to feel accepted in all states of being, not just in our happy times and our times of joy and positivity, but also when sometimes we slip into that darkness and sometimes we get sucked back into the illusion of our ego. Love is the only thing that can pull us out. Not judgment, not fear, not, you know, saying that we're wrong and we need to force ourselves back into positivity, which is actually just suppression and bypassing, but actually love. And when you crave that from others, when you want others to love you at your essence, at your being, for who you truly are, you are actually responsible for that. And that's what I love about the quantum field and understanding that everything is a reflection of us, including our relationships. And we can come back into whatever it is that I desire whatever it is that I crave, whatever it is that my heart so deeply wants, I need to give that to myself first. And this is really going to help those of you who are also wanting to attract a partner who loves you unconditionally. It requires you to first step into the power of being the love of your own life. It doesn't matter if someone else loves you unconditionally, if you do not love yourself unconditionally, if you still judge yourself for who you are. So this is the deep practice of self-love is do I love myself no matter what? And your love does not require the love of other people. Yes, it's beautiful and that is so supportive. But again, I can love you. But my love doesn't mean much if 
you are not receiving that, if you aren't open, if your heart isn't loving yourself, because no amount of love from other people can replace your love, that your soul and that your heart is trying to express, but it's locked. And the thing is with love, again, it's not that you need to find it or I need to cultivate love. Your heart in its essence The only truth it knows is to love. And when you feel like I loathe myself and I haven't experienced self-love in who knows how long, or maybe I feel like never, it's only because you've closed your heart. When you open it, when you surrender, when you allow all of the walls to dissolve That's when you'll find that through the cracks of those walls, the light can penetrate through and you'll realize that it was always there. That essence that you were born with, the essence of the universe, the essence of God, we were all made of children of higher power and that love is who we are deep inside. And that is the truth of self-love. There's nothing you need to do or to seek or to strive. There's no other time in which you can access self-love except for this moment. And that self-love translates into love for others and love for the world, collective love, collective consciousness, which is what we're all doing here. So anytime you find yourself out of love, it's reminding yourself, How can I come back into my truth? How can I love myself in this moment? How can I love myself in these emotions that feel sticky and ugly and unacceptable in society? Because the more I love myself, the more I come back into oneness, the more others love me, the more I'm one with the universe, the more I manifest. Do you see the cycle that perpetuates from this love? You don't need to try anymore when you're in love. Life just flows because love is the harmony and the rhythm of life. When you are out of love, you're out of rhythm with life. You're out of synchronicity with life. So another thing as well with love is sometimes we might feel like we love ourselves. And I feel like we've often met that person who's like, yes, I love myself. I'm the best. I'm awesome. But then they often judge others. They don't seem to have much love for certain people. They'll put other people down. And something also to notice within yourself is, as I said, everything is a reflection. So how you perceive others is also a reflection of you. So if you feel like you, it's easy to love yourself, but not easy to love others or certain things that other people do, That's a reflection of needing to love yourself deeper. What you don't love in others can actually show you where you don't perhaps love within you and what you do love within others might be the parts within you that you love or parts within you that you love but you haven't identified yet. And that's something we'll talk about because I experienced that yesterday as well. So... Let's talk about this event. I had um, a lot of you say you wanted me to share about it and share my experience. So I posted on my stories. It was a beautiful, just heart-centered event. They had all these bolsters and it was in a circle and they had flowers and oracle cards and leaves and all these just natural things just curated in this beautiful circle. They had cacao brewing in the middle. And then outside of this circle, we had these little private, almost sacred spaces that we could go back into with a beautiful setup of pillows, cushions, a mirror, strawberries, nuts. Um, We had a letter, a pen, all of that to really just come back into ourselves. And it was so beautiful. My feminine just feels so alive being able to connect with others in that way. And that is also one of my goals and intentions for this year is really cultivating more of that community, really feeling like my feminine is part of that tribe, part of that group, feeling that support. It's something that 
the feminine really, really needs to be able to flourish and thrive. And um, going to this event, I drove there and it was really interesting. And I feel like my awareness now is so much greater, which I feel like I need to do another podcast episode on of my third eye is opening massively. I have greater awareness of my patterns and my dreams are speaking to me and spirits are contacting me. So many different things are happening. I'm turning 25. So prefrontal cortex is fully developing and there's just like intense pressure in the forehead area. And I'm realizing things and seeing things that perhaps I, I didn't see before. And I went to this event and I parked my car right outside. Pretty usual for me. I often find a car park exactly where I want because manifestation. And as I parked my car, I heard this screaming and this woman was just shouting obscenities at people, random people in the street, just screaming at the top of her lungs. She looked like she was homeless. She was really ragged and um, she obviously was extremely, extremely distraught. She was screaming about people stealing her stuff and just full on activated trauma response. Um, and she was taking it out around to people in the street. And I parked right in front of this woman and she had glass bottles that she was throwing and they were breaking. And it was honestly just a hazard to people as well. And that in that moment, it was like, that grip of fear. And I saw people walking and trying to avoid her. People would even walk off the footpath to get away from this woman because it was so terrifying. And grown men, I can see the fear in their faces. And even with me, within me, I felt that immediate grip of fear of, oh my goodness, this, this woman is acting in such a way. And we go into this response. And as I had that response, I noticed within myself, I'm starting to be activated in fear. And fear is an absence of love. Fear is a lack of love. And then I started to see and open my heart. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm seeing the lack of love this woman has. I'm seeing the trauma that this woman has. I'm seeing how hurt, how distraught this woman is. And I start sending her love from my heart to heal and to get better. But our response as a society, when we see a lack of love, when we see someone who's so far removed from love is fear, avoidance, runaway judgment. And even with her, you know, she's screaming at people and people are quickly trying to run from her. And you can see the fear in people's faces and I look at her and I'm like, the rejection from others, the rejection from society that she's also feeling because she's acting out and others aren't loving her in that state. Others are judging her. Others are fearful of her. There's no unconditional love there. Even though she's a stranger, you can love whoever you decide to love. And in that moment, she's feeling more judgment. She's feeling more rejection. And so she's acting deeper in this state of a lack of love. And it's just seeing this whole cycle. And it was a beautiful actually polarity of I'm going to the self-love event. And right before I walk in, as I park my car, there's this woman screaming and, and acting out of a lack of love and, and, and in, in a trauma response. And when you look deeper into it, the judgment and the fear and the rejection that we have often towards these people as an immediate response isn't what is going to help these people out of it. It's what if we just held these people in love? What if we just sat there with them and extended this love, even in that state and saw beneath the trauma into the deep hurt, into the pain and the suffering that these people are feeling. And that open-heartedness collectively is what's going to uplift these people. But instead, we often go about our ways in these unconscious patterns and just meet lack of love with fear. And fear doesn't dissolve a lack of love. Fear only bolsters it more. And so even just, you know, if you experience these things, if you see people in pain who may be trying to hurt you or others, what if in that moment you shifted out of fear, you shifted out of ego and extended your love to them? You don't even have to do anything to them. You don't have to go up to them, but just opening your heart 
to these people, it that vibration is felt. And it's just that conscious of awareness of I'm not letting someone else's lack of love pull me down into a state of lack of love. Can I keep my heart open? That's a beautiful one. Keep my heart open even when I am deeply hurting. Keep my heart open even when I'm struggling. Keep my heart open even when I witness acts of fear, of judgment, of rejection, of a lack of love. I keep my heart open because when I close my heart, I am not living in my highest truth. The more that I live in a state of pure, unified love, the more I am my most authentic self. And this is how we heal the world. So I witnessed that just before I walked in and it was, it was a great polarity to understand that that is actually a situation that requires love. And I'm walking into a self-love ceremony and we walked in and straight away my heart just opened, walking into this beautiful space twinkling fairy lights and bolsters and dimly lit, you know, atmosphere. And it was just so incredibly beautiful. And I won't go into deep descriptions, but we went around in circle and we shared and there were tears and there was connection and there was so much vulnerability. And we went by ourselves and we drank our cacao and set that intention and We wrote a love letter to ourselves. We did eye gazing with others and with ourselves. And in each person, you could just see that when you let down your walls, there is just love within all of us that you don't even need to have, you know, these shallow conversations, this small talk. You don't even need to really communicate in this way. You can just stare into each other's eyes and feel that love. Right. And That was just so, so beautiful in itself. And while I was drinking the cacao, I sometimes get this back pain kind of in my mid upper back area. And it's really interesting to me because I, I've done some work on it, but it doesn't come up that often. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's in the back of my mind. It's not consistent pain, but drinking that cacao and sitting on the floor, it activated that pain in my back. And it's like right in my spine. I go to the chiropractor and get it cracked. And every time I do get stiffness in that area, I open and I open my chest basically. And that's how I like crack it myself. It was really interesting to see in that moment how the pain started coming up in cacao. If you don't know, it is a huge heart opener. And I noticed in that moment, this pain that was radiating from this vertebrae in my spine was closed heartedness. And sometimes I can, I I can have this tendency of rolling my shoulders forward of having a curved back and needing to remind myself to open. And We talked about this in quantum health, but your posture represents your state of being. And when you have a curved back or when your shoulders are are rolled forward and you don't have straight posture, it is just you protecting your heart. It is you having a closed heart. And that's why as a lot of people age and the burdens of life, they hunch over more, right? So I recognize that this pain radiating was part of my heart that was still closed, part of me that still needed to open. And I welcome this pain and noticing how my first response is just get rid of it, just crack my back, just arch it. But it's funny how in order to get the pain, what did I need to do? I need to open my heart. I need to arch. I need to be open. And that is what gets rid of the pain. Opening my heart gets rid of my back pain. Opening my heart is what gets rid of my back pain. And so in that moment, I drank my cacao and I sent love to the pain. I said, thank you to the pain. I said, let's open, let's crack open. And that's also another thing that I say, my heart is cracking open. And there was just all this awareness of, I have back pain because part of my heart is closed. I open it and crack it in order to open my heart. And then I use the words crack open as 
a way of describing how I want my heart. I want it to crack open, which I literally physically do when I crack it open, right? So it was just all this realization of I get to release it. I get to release this pain. And the only way we can release our pain is through loving it. So often it's, it's pain, get away, avoid. But what if you loved your pain? What if you understood and understood the communication and the messages behind it and recognizing your patterns? And it's only through love that you can release it. It's only through love that you can release your patterns, right? It's almost like a small child. When a child is acting out, when a child is hurt, do we condescend them and reprimand them and say you should be better and you can't be feeling this? What does a child really need? It just needs unconditional love. And that's the same with you. And that's the same with pain. Within us all is just a small child, our inner child wanting to be loved. And treat yourself as that child that sometimes acts out because they're afraid, that sometimes has a tantrum and has a meltdown, but all they need is just a hug. It's just to say, it's okay, I love you no matter what. And you can do the same to your pain. And if you want to learn more about how your symptoms manifest through your emotional patterns, I really welcome you to dive into quantum health, which is a three-part training. We talked about, Callie and I, understanding your pain and getting into the emotion behind it. And that's essentially what happened during this cacao ceremony. It's I'm feeling into the emotion of love, of my heart opening, and this pain is there because it's the resistance. And oftentimes the pain has to get to this point of no return. And then that's when we are able to release it, right? Is to have that and experience that buildup of pain before it can release. So that's something that happened as well. And connecting to that just gave me greater awareness of, I just want to crack my heart wide open and allow this pain to release and allow the stiffness to go because there's still more love within me. There's still more that I can open up to in my heart. So that was my experience last night. And today on Valentine's Day, I want to share more about how you can love yourself and how you can access and embody this divine love. So the first thing really when it comes to love is understanding again that love is your natural state, love is your essence, and love comes from the universe. And so when you want to connect with that, my favorite ways is just connecting with the universe, God, higher power, creator, whatever you believe in, that is love. We were born from that energy and that essence is pure love. That essence is us. We're a part of that greater higher power. And when you speak to higher power, when you speak to God and connect, you can receive fully that love that is there for you, that is always there. And remember that you don't need to wait to access God's love. The universe loves you in any moment. That is the unconditional love. And right now, as you're listening to this podcast, you can access that love if you choose to in this moment. You don't need to do a whole ritual and ceremony and everything. Even when you're driving your car, you can speak to God. So remember that. And that truly is that beautiful, beautiful essence of love that you can access in any moment. And this kind of leads me on to my second tip, which is you access the love in the now, right? Love is a state of being. It's not a destination. Love can only be accessed in the present moment. Love is not a thought. Love is beyond the mind. Love is accessing the divine in this now moment. So if you're waiting for love, if you're seeking love, you've missed the point because love doesn't exist anywhere outside of now. Love is only here. Tune into it as you listen to this podcast right now. Notice, where have I almost delegated my love? 
Where have I put that responsibility on others? Where have I introduced time into the equation when it's not relevant, when I get to feel that right now? When you're in time, you can't experience love because you're lost in the mind. You need to surrender the mind and feel into the heart, and that's the only time when you can experience love. And actually, the reason why you get out of love is because of time, right? Love is our natural state of being. When you're in the mind, when you're in time, aka when you're out of the quantum, out of the now, you are not in love. When you're in the now, you're automatically in love. When you are in this now moment, you are automatically in a state of love because in this now moment, no other state exists because all other states are illusions of the mind created in the construct of time. Breathe that in. Breathe that in. The other aspect of love is understanding that you are the divine portal of love, right? It's to stop delegating and outsourcing love onto others, but rather receiving that from yourself, giving and receiving. And this is the dynamic of our feminine and masculine. Self-love requires both. Do you give yourself love, but do you also receive that love that you give yourself? Are you also receptive to that? Just like someone else can love you, but are you receiving that love? Are you open to that love? Do you believe that you deserve love? Because you're only going to receive the love that you believe that you are worthy of. When in reality, you cannot be worthy or not worthy for love because you are love. You are the essence of love. You cannot be worthy or unworthy for what you are and who you are at your core. It's like asking if the universe is worthy. The universe is always worthy. It never was unworthy. You were never unworthy. So just embodying that more, embodying more of your divine feminine can actually lead to you receiving more of that love. So I'm going to give you some practices that you can try yourself to really create that beautiful ritual and ceremony. Because so often we go about our day, but how often do we really just sit presently with ourselves and actually give us the love that we need, give ourselves the love that we need. So the first one, one of my favorites is mirror work. And we actually did this last night as well in the self-love ceremony. All you need is a mirror. And you can do this every single day when you look at yourself in the mirror. But essentially, it's to gaze directly into your eyes and give yourself that love you need. Speak it out loud. And often it can be a little bit uncomfortable in the beginning, especially when you don't feel loved, especially when in your mind you are repeating all these hurtful thoughts of self-loathing. But look directly in your eyes and tell yourself, I love you. Tell yourself everything that you've been wanting to receive from others, all the words, all the phrases, all the words of affirmations that you wish others would give you. Give it to yourself. When you look at yourself, give, but also it's that energy of receiving. Can you receive it back in? So tell yourself, I am beautiful. I am radiant. I am a goddess. I am love. I am loved. I love you. I am worthy. Repeating these affirmations to yourself and so often you'll get emotional. It'll trigger tears. It'll trigger release. And this is what we're doing it for to peel back those layers and to love ourselves so deeply that we come back to who we are and we never forget that love that exists inside of us. Another fantastic practice is making love to yourself. So essentially with all of these practices, 
It is essentially what is it that I want in a partner or what is it that I have wanted from my relationships, the love that I crave? How can I give that to myself? And this is the journey of becoming the love of your own life. And when you anchor into just such deep embodied self-love, that is when you attract a partner who matches that energy. But when we outsource our love to others, we are never going to fully feel fulfilled and satisfied, right? And we are going to cling to scraps. We're going to, you know, chase after relationships and people who don't satisfy our needs. We will settle because we don't love ourselves because we're just going to accept any love that anyone gives us. And so the process of becoming the own love in your life, not only will you attract better men and better relationships, but you'll also have higher standards because you give yourself everything that a loving, nurturing, romantic, passionate, sexy relationship will give you. And so therefore, you're not going to accept anything less than your standard. You're not going to settle for anything less. And so the more you do this, the more you will raise the bar and raise the standard and become more of that energetic match. When you are the love of your life, that is when you settle for less. And I do believe that you can learn to love yourself in a relationship. You don't need to heal fully but it is also your responsibility to love yourself because it's no one else's responsibility. No one else can do that for you. So the next one is making love to yourself. Just like so many of us think that sex is reserved for partnership and that, you know, we can't have great sex unless it's with someone else. And we often, you know, we will masturbate and, it's quick and it's just for the purpose of an orgasm when in partnership we desire this beautiful, romantic, love-filled, passionate sex and then what are we giving to ourselves when we have sex with ourselves, when we self-pleasure? Is just a quick get it over and done with orgasm and done or is it a full I am romanticizing myself? I am having a full-blown self-love, self-pleasure pleasure session where the orgasm isn't the goal, where I give myself foreplay, where I fully just bathe in that. And I don't need to wait for a partner to have an amazing lovemaking session, but I can have the best sex of my life with myself. And that is so powerful. And so notice what are your typical habits when you masturbate, when you make love to yourself, when you self-pleasure? Are you making love to yourself or is it just purely physical, right? Are you bringing in that emotion? Can you make room for, you know, one day a week to just carve out an hour to fully make love to yourself? Especially as women, it actually takes a woman 40 minutes to get to a state of full arousal. And we complain that, men don't give us foreplay and men don't know how to make love to us and all of this, but are we giving that to ourselves? Are we paying ourselves the same attention that we want a guy to pay attention to ourselves? So I love in self-pleasure practices, I love using body oil and starting with a beautiful massage. You can even blend a lot of these practices together. So start with eye gazing, you know, as they say with, Sex foreplay starts outside of the bedroom and it's the same with you. Are you just going straight for the clip? That's it. Or are you dressing up beautifully for yourself? Are you romanticizing yourself throughout the day? When you then go to make love to yourself, do you just rip your clothes off and just get it over and done with? Or do you actually sit and gaze at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself how beautiful you are, kiss your own body, touch and caress yourself, slowly take off your clothes, get into a state of sensuality, not just sexuality, to feel that divine love within. 
use body oil and touch yourself how you want to be touched and slowly open yourself up and give yourself the gift of your own self-love through that beautiful self-pleasure and watch as your sex also elevates whether you are single or in partnership because it is not fair again to outsource that to your partner when you feel sexy when you feel sensual your partner will see that and they will feel more turned on and they will experience and give you better sex because you are giving that to yourself so it is this domino effect that you get to experience One of my other favorite things is like breast massage. Our breasts are such a core part of our femininity, of nourishing ourselves and just giving that. It's like receiving. It's not just massaging yourself, but it's receiving the massage from yourself. And you can even do this while looking at yourself in the mirror and eye gazing and just having a beautiful self-love session. Another one is solo dates. So again, you don't need to wait for a man to take you on a beautiful date, to take you on a dinner date, to take you to the movies, whatever it is, you can do that for yourself and you can fulfill the love languages of yourself, right? So gifts, buy yourself gifts, buy yourself flowers, take yourself out on dates, spend quality time with yourself Put your phone on silent and just ignore the world and be with yourself. Speak loving words. Write a love letter to yourself, right? All of these ways in which you can just nourish yourself, you do not need to wait for a man because what a man gives to you, you can always also give to yourself. So treat yourself the way in which you desire a man to treat you. Write down in your journal, all of the attributes and all of the actions of your dream man and do that to yourself. When was the last time you went on a solo date when you took yourself out to dinner where you just sat on the beach and journaled by yourself with your own inner thoughts? And that's a thing. So many people are scared of being by themselves because of their thoughts, because of what they might find, but that is not an act of self-love. How can you expect someone to meet you fully in divine, unconditional love if you cannot meet yourself in those moments, if you do not feel worthy and safe to truly meet the depths of yourself. So treat your body with love as well. Your body truly is a temple. And if you do not exercise and eat healthy and look after it, what are you telling yourself that you don't love yourself? So really understand what would a loving person do? What would a person who loves themselves do in this scenario when it comes to the food I eat or the way that I exercise and move my body and nourish myself? Have those standards for yourself and that will also be reflected in the standards that you have for other people. And that is also an act of self-love. It's having those boundaries. And speaking up for yourself, removing yourself from situations in which you do not feel loved and you do not tolerate that mistreatment. So a lot of people, they'll allow themselves to stay in situations or relationships where they aren't being treated right. And that is an indicator that you don't love yourself. True love is being able to put yourself and surround yourself with also loving people. If you know that there are certain relationships and certain situations in which you aren't experiencing that love, then hold yourself to that standard and eliminate those people and situations from your life. So all of this in which I'm talking about comes down to becoming the love of your life, becoming the woman that you desire to become, the woman also of your man's dreams, right? If you're wanting to attract divine partnership, it requires you to also recognize, well, this is the man that I want. These are his attributes. These are his qualities. These are how he shows up, the way he leads himself. What man or what woman is is that man attracted to? Who do I need to be? How do I need to show up? 
in order to match this beautiful energy and noticing the patterns in your relationships and what that's actually saying about yourself. What standards do I need to change? What ways of leading myself do I need to change so that I can attract that high caliber man? So this is your journey of love. Again, you don't need to do any of this. Love is about being. Love is about in every action, am I doing it with an open heart? Am I being in a state of divine love in every single moment? Is my heart open? Do I see the love within others? Do I see the light within others? Because if I can't see the love and light within others, I'm not seeing the love and light within myself. And the more I see the love within myself, the more I'll be able to extend that out. And my cup is overflowing with love, with presence, with divinity for all beings, for all the collective consciousness of the planet. Love is the only truth. Love is the remedy to all your problems and ailments and illnesses and suffering. And love is also what is going to transform your relationships. Loving isn't always staying. Loving sometimes means I love you and I love me and we need to protect our energy or I need to protect my energy. So that means taking a step back. That means maybe removing that person from my life because I love them so deeply that I understand us being in relationship isn't fostering that love, but do it out of love. Everything that you can do can be done out of fear or it can be done out of love. You can distance yourself from someone out of love, or you can do it out of closed heartedness and fear. And every time we close our heart, we limit the love that can come through. So that is your job. Keep your heart open. Keep your heart open to divine love. It is available to you in every single moment. It is just a choice. Choose to embody divine love. Don't just think about love. Don't just be in a state of mind about love. Being a state of being about love. Embody love. Because love is never, ever lost. Love is only sometimes forgotten. And this takes me back actually to something that happened in the event yesterday, because this is what I said in the closing circle, choose to embody love. Love is never lost. It is only sometimes forgotten. And often when I speak in circles and when we share, I know what I want to say and, it, and I say it pretty concisely. And you know, I love how everyone has their own way of expressing things. And there was this beautiful woman there and she was so flowy in the way she spoke. And, and it was just like that feminine, beautiful co-creation of the way that she, she expressed herself. And when we talked later that evening, she said, wow, I love how concise and articulate you are with the way you express. And Sometimes I feel like, oh, I could be more flowy. And when she spoke, my immediate reaction was, oh, I love how feminine she is. I love how flowy she is. I love how beautiful the way she speaks. And it's just so in the moment. And she, part of her kind of felt like maybe she could be more concise but then I reflected that back to her that I loved how flowy she was, but she loved how concise I was. And it's a beautiful reflection of we often judge ourselves for how we are, but then there's someone else loving that trait. And we see that reflected back in others in this beautiful mirror of, wow, I love how feminine that woman is, or I love how direct that person is. And it's all this this mirror that we see and sometimes we're stuck in our one-sided way of being when we don't realize that it is all a gift and someone else thinks that that way of being is so beautiful and you seeing that and recognizing that within someone else is also recognizing that within you 
me recognizing the flow and the femininity of that woman was me recognizing that within myself. It's just like you cannot love someone else without loving yourself. In fact, you don't really fall in love with someone else. You only fall deeper in love with yourself. And she was recognizing that concise, articulate way of speaking within me because she was also being able to recognize that there was some part of her that was also like that. And so that's also a way in which we can reflect on how we perceive others and what it also means about us and that there is no one way of being and that some of the qualities and attributes that you might be insecure about is actually someone's favorite part of you. So that is all for today's episode. I hope that you are filled to the brim with love. I hope that your heart is open and you are able to extend that love to others, remembering that it is not about stories or constructs or mind or thoughts, but as long as you infuse love into everything that you do, you are in the flow of life. So if you loved this episode and you want to dive deeper and work with me, then I have a 12-month program called the Conscious Queens Collective. And this is a space where every single month we host three live calls that you can attend to get yourself back into a state of divine love, into consciousness, and into the quantum. So every month we have a masterclass, we have an embodiment session to integrate our learnings into the body, and we also have a group coaching session where every single person's question gets answered. So you will be able to be coached every single month by both myself and my sister, Kelly, the co-host of this program. When you join the Conscious Queens Collective, you get immediate access to 40 plus pre-recorded lessons that are immediately available to you inside of the portal. So this is hours and hours worth of content that you can binge on health, on business, on quantum, on manifestation, on feminine embodiment. There is so much juiciness in there. And you, when you join, receive three live calls per month for a full 12 months. So if you are interested in joining, then the link is in the description or the show notes. And if you have any questions at all, or if you love this episode, then please reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at katie.wilkinson with two N's at the end. Sending you so much love on this love-filled day. Every single day is a day of love if you choose to embody that. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or evening and embody love. Bye, everyone.